Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Lauren and this is Liam. Hello. If you've watched the show before, you'll know that we've spoken about those mandatory do not rape classes that some colleges are making their students take. And uh, it just so happens that Liam is one of those co- one of those college students who needs to learn how to not rape. So we thought, wouldn't it be fun if we did the program together? It's like a little online slideshow thing, right? Yeah, not so little, I think, but yeah, it's yeah. Okay, maybe we don't do all do. of it because yeah. I don't want to sit here learning to not rape for like an hour or anything. But yeah, we would all learn to not rape together. See, see how ridiculous this is. I'm excited. I've back when I was in school, this was not a thing. So I'm I'm interested to see what the administration will actually think is. I don't know, useful rape prevention. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, like, we are joking about it, but I mean, I think that all of us can agree that sexual violence, real sexual violence, yeah, is, is among the worst things, worst that, things that you, you could, could do, do yeah. Someone, right? So, so yeah, while, while I, I probably would wager that the rates of sexual violence have been declining, yeah. like, they're probably at an all-time low historically, you know, some of this might be valid stuff. So let's, let's, Approach it with an open I'm mind. I'm going to try and approaching see, it with an open mind, but I just like, like as bad as I think sexual violence is, I just doubt how like an online webinar would be at, like uh, useful yeah. in combating it. But yeah, whatever. We'll see. We'll try it. I'm open-minded. But before we get into it, I would just like to let you guys know that a whole new line of merch for the show has just been released and is now available at shopblazemedia.com Lauren. Not only are there mugs, shirts, hats, and more with our branding, but you can also check out merch for the Blaze's other shows and hosts as well. Again, that's shopblazemedia.com Lauren. You'll get some awesome gear, plus it's a great way to support the show. And if you use the code Lauren, in 10, you get 10% off your entire order, and that discount is good until midnight on Sunday. All right, module one, yeah. sexual violence. We're starting off with, with what sexual violence is, of course. You should and, get right into it. And I think we're going to get a few hypothetical situations here. The first one is a university student walks down the street and a group of young men yells sexually explicit phrases at her out of their car's windows. Is this sexual violence? So I know what answer they want. Which is to yeah. say yes, but because otherwise they wouldn't ask. But in my opinion, sexual violence needs to be violence and words are not violence. So I would I would say this is sexual harassment, though. Yeah. Now, they did say they're not recording our answers, and I hope that they're not because... It's like if you get the wrong answer, this is you're, no you're taken to a yeah, exactly. yeah, I would say no, it's you, not actually. violence. That's what yeah. they do. They rape you if you get the wrong answers. To prove how bad rape is. Yeah. Wait, does this show you what you're... So it doesn't give you an answer. They don't give me an answer right away, but I have a feeling they're going to tell me what an awful person I am Okay, yeah. shortly. So they give us a second hypothetical. A young man works as a part-time barista at an on-campus cafe, and his male manager gropes him even after he has turned down the other's sexual advances. Is this sexual violence? I do like that they're including like men being sexually harassed. Because yeah. it does happen. It and does I, happen. We don't always talk about it that much as society. I would say this actually is sexual violence because it's there's a, a physical component to it and violence is physical. So I would say this is yes. Yep. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. And a third and last one, it seems, is after not reciprocating interest and in hooking up during a conversation on a dating app, a user starts bombarding the other person with sexually explicit messages and pictures. Is this sexual violence? This is an interesting one because there are actually, I think there are some states that are trying to make it like a form of harassment to send yep. unsolicited sexual images, I which I think is, that. yeah, I would get behind that. Yep. I, I would agree it's harassment, but I don't think it's violence. Like, I don't think you can commit violence against someone through an app because it's like, you're not, you're not physically interacting with them. So I don't know, to me, like I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, no, violence needs no. to be physical. So I would say no. Okay. So we're going to find out if you're a rapist. Okay. 
The answer to all of these scenarios is yes. <laughs> what? Sexual violence can take a variety of forms, That's... some of which are not actually violence. Oh, uh, wait, or sorry, even I... touching you at all. Okay, yeah. so before we started this, there was like a little in intro, which we didn't film, but it said one in four women over their lifetimes and one in six men over their lifetimes will experience sexual violence. And again, I appreciate that they're including men into the conversation. Oftentimes that's not done, but it's like, yeah, I guess that's true if you're including catcalling as sexual violence. That's true. You'd so, think even more. You'd think a higher percentage. Order. Yeah, but it's like I don't know how that helps women or victims of actual sexual violence to expand the definition until literally like, hey, baby, or whatever it is, like <laughs> sexual violence. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's, I find that a little bit ridiculous. I mean, not that I, I think catcalling is a... Is no, I hate, I hate catcalling. I find you know? it like disrespectful, vulgar. I don't like it, but it's not violence. Okay, so here's how they define sexual violence. Sexual violence is any violence, physical or psychological carried out through sexual means or by targeting sexuality. Sexual assault is defined as unwanted and non-consensual contact of a sexual nature. But see, this is like, this is misleading to me because they're including, like, I, sexual assault and sexual harassment fall under sexual violence. Well, then I guess that def depends on how you include sexual harassment. Because it's like, I could see that someone, let's say, slapping your butt, that's sexual harassment. And I think arguably sexual violence too. But like, don't put that on the same level, I'm gonna say it again, as someone just yelling things at you from a car. I don't, it's so strange. Like, where, when did they decide this? It seems very arbitrary as well. I don't know what made them the authority of these kinds of things. That's, that's Rape one experts, thing. Rape yeah, experts, if you will. Just, uh, they could, they've redefined the word violence by doing it in this way. Yeah. So they define sexual harassment as unwanted comments or behaviors of a sexual nature or that targets someone's sexuality. So, I mean, I guess would that mean something homophobic is, is sexual harassment oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, and then for sexual sure. violence? So oh, be homophobic sure. is sexual. Sexual violence, absolutely. By this definition, I right. like, there is no doubt in my mind they would absolutely consider calling someone like the F word the fa word not to be confused with the other f word as mm. yeah as sexual violence under this definition right so that sounds uh, oh that does that does sound a little bit far-fetched to me i think you yeah know. no I, it's That's... like i'm you'll not find anyone more anti-rape than me <laughs> or more anti-sexual harassment sexual violence but i the whole conflation of terms i i don't know how that helps anybody okay reported sexual violence According to the 2014 Canadian General Social Survey, only one in every 20 sexual assaults is reported to the police. Well, if it includes catcalls and the likes, I kind of hope that that's the case. Yeah. I always find those um, those surveys like super hard to... I mean, how would you quantify that? Like only this number of sexual assaults yeah, get, that, gets reported to the true. police. That's really, really hard to quantify. And it's even harder to quantify when you're including things like catcalling into sexual violence. I mean, what would that even... Yeah. How do you how do you get data on that? Yeah, is that even is it illegal to cats cat call somebody? No. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. No, it's not illegal. Like I think it's not. rude, but right. It's I don't not know. illegal to curse someone's head off, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's that's how you know your definition of sexual violence is wrong. If part of it is not e actually illegal, right? Then you're probably pretty far off as to what actual sexual violence is. On the argument of like words being violence, I mean, you can swear, use all kinds of yeah. slurs at someone. 
As and, long as they're they not racial feel, slurs and you're not in the UK. Right. Or Europe. They would they would feel violated, I assume. Yeah. But I mean maybe a different kind of violation. But, but it's still it's still like it's it's the same argument and it, and it's it's not illegal and it, it being illegal is I think ridiculous. So yeah. I mean it, I think this argument just falls flat. Sexual violence statistics. The following statistics show a small percentage of the real numbers and are only a few examples. So the first one says that forty four percent of lesbians experience sexual violence. Wait, what? This is hang on, wait, this is based. Wait, this is awesome. They included this. Okay, keep going, keep going. Sixty one percent of bisexuals experience sexual violence, and thirty five percent of heterosexuals <laughs> experience sexual violence. So they're saying that like wait, so straight women are the least likely to experience sexual violence? I don't know what they're saying, but you but, know, I think that with the lens that they're going to approach this is from. that no, that straight like white men are targeting lesbians. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, listen, no, I think the angle that they're going to take is very much that because they're going to count homophobic slurs. But oh, then again, yeah. but then why would you have bisexuals higher than than lesbians? It doesn't than, make any sense, right? So I don't know, but it seems to me like you could you could also say maybe there's something else that explains for these stats. Yeah, because I don't know. To me, it's like looking like oh well. Women in heterosexual relationships are at least likely to be sexually assaulted. But isn't that actually true that lesbians have a super high rate of domestic abuse or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think it's one of the highest of any population group, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So. so, I mean, it's interesting that they're including that, but I would love to see what their interpretation of it is. Right. And if we listened, maybe we would know, but we have the volume off. Yeah, but I didn't, we didn't think that'd be that interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was for women. Now, for on the male side, 26% of gay men experience sexual violence. Well, it's super low considering the lesbian and bisexual numbers for women. Interesting. Uh, yep. 37% of bisexual men and 29% of heterosexual men. I'm very confused at this point because at the start of this presentation, they said one in six men have experienced sexual violence. Yeah. But here, the minimum that I see is it's one like, in four. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe stats are tough. Stats are tough, especially when you're probably working under like 15 different definitions of what it, what yeah, sexual ex violence exactly. is. So like, I, I don't, where's I don't know. Where's this data from? Just you like, know? Everybody gets harassed at least a little bit is probably the takeaway that they want you to know. Now, for transgender people, it's about 50% of people have experienced sexual violence. And 99% of people <laughs> that, that carry out sexual violence are males. Or no, 99% I think of the accused perpetrators that's are true. males. Yeah. I don't think that's accurate though. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's like, if we look at like the actual domestic abuse rates of lesbians, they're, they're quite high. I mean, I know men are overrepresented in any type of... Uh, violent crime or anything like that, including yeah. sexual violence. But I don't know if it would be as high as 99%. Um, what, what would come to mind immediately is that males do not tend to view a lot of unwanted sexual attention from women as, as sexual yeah, violence. That's true. So right? there, might, there might be underreporting just like just for that because they're not viewing themselves as the victims of sexual violence. Yeah, yeah they don't see it as sexual violence. They probably see it as harassment or something like that. But it's, yeah. it's you know, to, to, to call it violence, in a lot of cases, they might think is... Is the mentality is just not there. Okay, so now we are getting another hypothetical. Ooh, I love Th these. These are fun. So statistically, where and why does sexual violence occur? Person A is walking home from class late at night. Or person B is at home watching a movie with their date. Whom is statistically more at risk of sexual assault? I like that they include this because you are actually way more likely to be sexually assaulted by people that you know versus people that you don't know. And I think yeah. most people have that reversed 
So that's actually, I'm glad that they're including that. If we're going to do that, like this is good. The answer is definitely person B. Yeah, we can agree on that. Yeah. So person B is more at risk. 70% of sexual assaults happen within a residence and 80% by someone known to the person who experiences it. See, I think like if they are going to do a sexual assault program thing, I think it is good to focus on things like these statistics about, uh, you know, where it does and doesn't happen, who is and who is not at risk. But I think... Where, where I have a problem is when you do these things that kind of conflate not violence with actual violence, yeah. making the issue out to be a lot larger. And also when you start, I don't know where this is going, but that whole like uh, constant affirmative consent thing where you, because you're so afraid mm. of sexual assault, you feel the need to completely change the dynamics of dating entirely to make sure people don't rape each other, even though that's never been how that works. Ooh, module two, sexual consent. This is where it gets interesting. Mm -hmm. We'll see what they mean think, by sexual consent. Yeah, here we're going to get into the affirmative consent. Yes means yes type stuff, I feel. Talking about consent, question one of one. Consider this. Person A and person B are kissing. Person B wants to put their hand on person A's thigh, but is afraid talking will kill the mood. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes, it will kill the mood. Can I put my hand on your thigh? That is like, that's the most awkward thing. Because you're not even but, asking to do something necessarily like that sexual. You're just saying, can I... Put my like I don't know I would it's pretty say good. Yeah. I mean I think I think the answer to that universally is no. Because no, it will not kill the mood. No, no, no. To to, to no, don't do it. It's just no, don't do it. Like yeah. you ask, so now it's no. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's no. You've made like, it weird. Now I don't want you touching me right, at all. Right, exactly. In fact, get out of my house, you weirdo. I don't like having this on video. Actually, they're going to use this against me. <laughs> Well, but I mean, this this is definitely clown world stuff, in my opinion. No, you know? no, because no, for sure. This will definitely, they want this answer right Yeah, here. they no, want to say, not kill the mood. it will not kill the mood. So we're going to put yes, it'll kill the mood. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, that's not correct. Oh, shocking. No, no, no college student. How dare you would say that would kill the mood. Don't you know that we college administrators know so much better than you about what is and what is not sexy for the youths? Asking for consent is the opposite of killing the mood. Exclamation <laughs> point. Consent is, it's the key to fun and mutual, mutually enjoyable sex. A voluntary affirmation that someone is totally on board with what is happening and wants to be doing it. I love the dichotomy they're painting. Like, no, it's not killing the mood to ask to put your hand on someone's knee because consent is fun and sexy. Like, you're assuming that the only type of consent that exists is the like completely verbal explicit version. What is consent? Consent is a voluntary affirmation and is never implied. Oh, first of all, I want to pause here and just just point out in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen, Yeah. you could see the feeling overwhelmed button. There's like a trigger out if you're yeah. uncomfortable so, with so the subject matter. You can just skip the, the module or, or what have you if you are feeling triggered as well. Oh. So I thought that that was a little bit interesting. Okay, um, but I want to push back. So it says it's voluntary and is never implied. Yes, but also no. We did a video about the whole Aziz Ansari situation. Yeah. He was with a one night stand who felt violated, but she never said no until a certain point when she did and he stopped. But before that, she was performing, um, viewer discretion, oral sex on him. Um, like that's kind of implied that you consent to what's going. He, he just said, hey, do you want to do it? And then she started doing it is how I remember the story. Like that's pretty implied consent if you ask me when you're seemingly just voluntarily going at it yeah i don't know i mean a lot of this seems to me to be rules for like one night stands as well which people I who you haven't previously interacted with before because right. i mean i cannot picture a husband and wife of 20 years going through <laughs> these mo can i can i touch your leg yeah i just don't see that it, like that's not real i don't if you're still doing that 
you probably have some kind of like you're probably socially inept in some way. That's yeah, what I it's think. very that's like you know? a Sheldon Amy from Big Bang Theory relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's not no, but no, I agree. I think a lot of this is meant to set universal standards for one night stands. Yeah. Um, where I think you're at the biggest risk for miscommunication between partners. My advice would be that there's yeah. always going to be a risk for. Yeah. Not just actual sexual violence, but just hurt feelings, miscommunication, things not going STIs. well. Yeah, when you accidental pregnancy, when you engage in this type of behavior. So I don't know. My advice to young people would be be a little meme. bit, yeah, be a little bit more careful. Maybe. Oh, I was gonna say the Catholic, we've got to go to the Catholic meme of abstinence is the cure for everything. But um, to, to be fair, that wouldn't like unwanted pregnancies would not happen as much as they do yeah i mean you could still be a victim of sexual violence though that is yeah that is, that is a thing true. but that's not where most unwanted pregnancies come from no that's true they go further into the definition of consent here continuous ask for consent every step of the way to ensure an enjoyable experience especially if you're changing what you're doing active the person initiating an act continuously checks in for consent and does not assume the other person is okay with something that's sexy constantly being asked hey is this okay hey are you okay with this? Hey, this is okay, right? Like, hey, still having a good time? Okay. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, this is just bad advice. I think this is just bad advice. I just think of like the Jerry worm from, from you know, Rick and Morty. From Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. So here we get into another hypothetical. We're not very good at these, apparently. Yeah. Um, apparently I'm, our our hypothetical selves are very rapey. I don't like making those jokes because okay. I'm a man and that doesn't look good for me. So uh, no, no. Alex wants to continue, but is unsure if Jesse wants to as well. What should Alex do in this situation? Continue. Jesse didn't say no. Or stop and check in. I feel like this, like so many of these things, it's like, it's situational. Yeah. I don't think they place enough emphasis or importance on the idea of nonverbal cues. If, if she's not liking what you're doing, I don't know. And, and yeah, but that's the thing. Like we don't know because like, it doesn't so say. It's, I mean, there's nothing wrong in this case with stopping and checking yeah. in, I guess, if, if she's like giving nonverbal cues saying, I don't like this. Yeah, I, like then. there's nothing like wrong with checking <laughs> in. I don't want people to think that I think that, but it's the, the notion that you have to do it every step of the way or else you're neglecting consent is what I have a problem with. Oh, we got it. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I think we're going to stop there because I don't know how much more I can take of that we do videos about dating because i think it's who who you choose to spend your life with is an important part of like a strong family culture but i get guys commenting all the time that they're afraid to date women now and it's because of stuff like this and i don't have a problem with administrators being overbearing and just ridiculous with things but what worries me is that there are i mean a lot of people do think this way now just like regular people and i don't think this is any way to date at all no Oh, also, by the way, this is mandated in the province that we live in by the government. So this isn't just the school saying you have to teach your students not to rape. It's actually the government. Actually, no, I was randomly selected. <laughs> I'm joking. Everybody has to do yeah, this. Yeah, everyone has to do um, this. We're almost at the deadline. Yeah. Um, and we need to film this. There are two more modules after this that I will have to complete uh, without without your wonderful viewership. But, yeah, I think I'm I am um, okay with not being wise to the nuances of consent and sexual violence that this online program would inform me of. In any case, though, we hope you guys had fun. I wouldn't say that I did particularly, but it was yeah. interesting. Hey. Um, and we'll see you next time.